Take these two over to the garage, will you? I want them cleaned up for dinner. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. Welcome back to Close Encounters of the Slurred Kind with Joe Buffett and Ripley Scott. Ripley? Glad to be here, Joe. Can't wait. Oh, yes. Super excited. Of course, of course. Always excited. We're always excited here on our uh, brand new podcast uh, where we talk about the world of the weird and everything in between and just anything off kilter that you could imagine. We'll probably bring it up. It'll be offensive. It'll be funny. If you don't like it, you can get the fuck out. Here we go. What's our first topic today? All right. Our first topic is... uh Man drives into police car with van uh, that has $200 million of meth inside of it. Man, what is our world coming to when so much money worth of probably top quality Drano and other harmful chemicals come together and just, just, just dispense that easily? Just run right into it. How does that even happen? It's the most bananas headline that i've ever seen yeah it's um definitely interesting about 600 pounds of meth were in this fan when this guy crashed into a cop car i mean he didn't just like slightly graze it he ran full on into the son of a bitch like i mean totaled the police car and you can only imagine the the hit that's going to go out for him when he's in prison, because I mean, this guy just lost somebody a lot of money. Oh my god, he probably he's probably happier being in prison than he would being on the outside. He's probably like, oh my god, keep me in here forever because uh, you know I like I like my loins and everything intact. This is, oh my god. Have you have you seen any sort of show that involves prison? This guy's probably three hours away from being killed right now. Yeah, I would say that's probably truth. If if not, this is probably an outdated article. There's probably going to be another one that comes up, and it's going to read, you know, easiest drug bust um, offender now now laying dead in prison, you know, after reaching too far down for the soap. And, <laughs> right, wow. yeah. Like, these pictures, man. in a cafeteria line. Like, I'm, tr- I'm trying to fathom where he, like, like, I see the pictures of the police cars, which is, pretty brutal and pretty you know it's like wow but i'm looking over here at all the they have like like brown boxes just stuffed with this meth i'm like where, where the hell did they put this like was, was he shoving it under under his seats i i mean i know my car i drive a to- like a, a shitty toyota camry and i couldn't i wouldn't know where to put this like i mean did he just have it in the seats i'm just very uh, i don't understand yeah, I mean, it's, you know, a work-style van, uh, a European model, it's in Australia. Uh, but, yeah, it, it was like he was taken out to make deliveries, just happily going about his way, you know, with you, a bunch of bags of mess. And, I wonder if that's a thing that you can, you have to fill that out when you're, when you're signing up for Uber Eats or Postmates or something <laughs> like that. You have check mark on there, like, you know, okay, Taco Bell, what, like, what are the things you can, like, serve, like... When it comes down to the oh two hundred million dollars worth of methamphetamines oh yep okay that's my that's me maybe that's what he was out doing maybe uh, you know Tony Montana and some other people were like you know what you know let's go digital it's two thousand nineteen you know maybe it's a, the setup for uh, 
some kind of sequel movie to one of those mob mobster flicks. This is crazy. It, it could be. Uh, one of my favorite things about the article is that he was uh, charged with, quote-unquote, a large commercial drug supply. No shit. Yeah. $200 million? Yeah, I would say that that's a pretty decent-sized drug supply. After skimming this article, I think my hands-down favorite <laughs> favorite line is from Chief Inspector Baker. He said, <laughs> this fellow has certainly had a very, very bad day. <laughs> Not sure how it could be anything other other than that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Could you imagine like, waking up in the morning and be like, what am I going to do today? And just kind of like doing your normal routine, eating some cereal. You know, you got your, you know, do your thing, read the paper. And you're like, oh, man, I forgot. I got to transport $200 million worth of meth. I hope there's no police cars around when I transport it. And if they are, I hope I don't fucking waylay into them at, you know, 60 plus miles an hour. Does it say how fast he was going when he hit it? I watched the video. He's not going too fast, maybe about 30 miles an hour. Um, he basically kind of, I thought he, I said earlier that he didn't graze it, but he basically just clipped the front bumper and just kind of like crashed that, but actually drove on forward afterwards. But uh, My yeah, he, he didn't crush it. But, you, you know, you'd think that these, uh, Drug suppliers, mobs, mafia, whatever they are, they would have a logistics side. They would say, hey, we've got to deliver all these drugs. Maybe we should stay away from the fucking police station. Yeah, you'd think that would be a a thing they'd immediately think of, like, right off the bat. Just kind of like, that would be a number one... You know, it would be so prevalent that you probably wouldn't even need to think about it, you know? I mean, that should be just unspoken... It's an implicit thing to do is, hey, stay away from the cop shop, like... That's crazy to me. And I look, I'm looking on here. I'm seeing that it's a CCTV footage. So this happened, obviously, not in you know America, American soil, which is nice to see crazy shit happening that's not in America. Because I feel like, just I don't know, maybe it's just because I've I've never been out of the country or not, but I, I feel like we live in the most wacky, wackadoodle place in the world, and it's good and to see other. Australia crazy has shit. its fair share of wackadoodles as well. That so. is true. I'll be honest, a lot of the crazy off-the-wall things I see that pop up on my 9gag or Reddit or whatever feed I'm looking at, there's quite a bit that's happening down under. I've noticed that. <laughs> that is very true. So, okay, well that... Let's see what else we got on this little thing. I'm going to scroll to the bottom here and just kind of see if there's anything else I can uh, determine from this. I think uh, the moral of this story is, um, you know... If you're transporting methamphetamines, I, th- I think uh, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think uh, yeah. you know, stay away from cops. You know, do a little bit more due diligence. Try to avoid the cops. Uh, that that should be your number one focus. Maybe not get killed by you know opposing drug dealers. I guess would be number two. But yes, yeah, stay away from the fucking cops for God's sakes. Yeah. Note taken. All right, let's move on to our second item on our agenda right. today. So, so speaking of fucking, um, let's go to the next story which, with the headline, Bishop says homosexuality passed on to the unborn when pregnant women enjoy anal sex. God, you know, we, we just we can't enjoy anything these days, can we? <laughs> so this story is probably, it's barely bigger than a tweet for uh, as far as character count, but uh, the 
premise of it is that a, a bishop, um, let's see, a bishop of Morphoneophytus, yeah. go ahead and guess where that is, um, said that uh, basically when women have unnatural sex, a.k.a. taken in the ass, when they're pregnant, a desire is created which is then transmitted to the unborn child. So, you know, uh, JB, as, as I'm going to call you for Joe Buffett. Um, yeah, JB works. Yeah, JB, because uh, you're kind of a reverse BJ. Um, <laughs> yes, true. Uh, so uh, I'm sure you've had your, you know, fair share of accountants or encounters with pregnant women and, you know, tried to do on sorts of all unnatural acts with them so wouldn't say you all just sorts wouldn't say all sorts but several sorts of them. several sorts yeah uh so with that being said would you have it on your conscience if you um you know basically blasphemed god and created all of these homosexual children because of your love of unnatural sorts of sex that is getting heavy Getting quite You're heavy, right. but You're right. That was that was a bad question to ask. No, See, this it's is not why a bad it's a pilot episode. It's okay. No, 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 no. It's all questions are welcome. I will uh, answer to the best of my ability. Um, man, you know, while you're thinking about that, I I will um, talk about the best part about this article is that uh, someone on social media had a good comment uh, in response to the video and said, well. If that's the case of how gay men are created, then how are lesbians created? I just read that as well. Oh my god! I mean, does that guy not have an imagination? Does he just does he lack one? Was he born without one? You know. Well, uh, I think he's obviously saying they hear that okay, if you know, using the the priest or the bishop's logic, that if you you know, create the desire by engaging in anal sex while someone is pregnant. If you engage in oral sex or cunnilingus while a woman's pregnant, then you are then making that, uh, should that lady have a, a daughter, a lesbian, which obviously sounds completely bullshit, just like the original story does. Yeah. I think what this boils down to, this entire article, this pretty much determines and, and pretty much exemplifies why I'm no longer, well, not no longer is not the right word, why I'm not religious. It's, uh, you know, one, when you date a right-wing crazy, there's nothing wrong with the right-wing, there's nothing wrong with the left-wing. I'm also not political. But, when you date someone who's just, pardon my French, Jesus crazy for so long, you get a little turned off to the source material, I'll be honest. And then seeing things like this just kind of reaffirm, man, I am so glad that I enjoy alcohol, uh, swearing, and uh, doing whatever the fuck I want, and just trying to be a good person. I feel like that, there's a church for that, I'll go to that. Uh you want to be gay? That's great. You want to be, uh, you know, lesbian? That's that. You know, just means you like what I like. So, uh, <laughs> all more, you know, awesome. Yeah. It's just the most. This is just the craziest warped mindset. It's just crazy to me. Yeah, it definitely is. And before we uh, 
create any sort of mob or anything. Um, I, the uh, speech took part in Akaki, A-K-A-K-I, is that like a, which obviously is not is like in America. Tent? Oh, it's a country. What's that? I thought it was, I, I was, I wondered if that was like a shitty brand of a tent, but it sounds more like <laughs> a country now. Uh, I think it's a town in probably, you know, some sort of Middle Eastern country. So this isn't an American bishop that's coming out here and you know, saying all these things because, I mean, honestly, American bishops aren't going to be blaspheming anal sex by all means because if that's the case, then how are they going to have sex with <laughs> Isn't that like, isn't that bishop one-on-one? Don't you have to, like, have really, really great anal sex to, like, become a bishop in the first place? You know? Well, I mean, how else are the altar boys going to work? That's, so, I mean, well, you got to have your beauty contest for the altar boys first. You know, whichever one's the prettiest. I feel like that's how you rank, whether you're a bishop or a cardinal and you rank through the system. It's like whoever bagged the prettiest altar boy gets the most influential stance in, in the it, It's basically like pimpdom. You know, whichever pimp has the finest toes is going to be the one that rises on the streets. Exactly. Same thing with Same thing with these uh, religious positions. Whichever ones have the finest altar boys. True. Very true. Can honest to God, say, well, honest to whoever's out there watching around, watching us do our little fuckery down here, um, say that I'm... I, was Catholic, was raised Catholic, uh, went to Baptist, and then went to uh, the drinking. And, you know, I think it was a great trans, uh, transition between all three. Uh, but I was never in a position where I had to be in any sort of altar boy-esque. I don't know how that happens. I mean, you volunteer for that. Your parents go, oh, okay, kid, well, uh, you know, instead of going to Sunday school, you're going to be an altar boy. I don't know how that, I mean, you have to like, you really have to like altars. You have to like have really strong kneecaps to bend and, you know, I, I meant for praying, but that came off probably a little uh, <laughs> different than that. But anywho, I don't know how, how, how does one become an altar boy? Is it like a, is it, is it a, is it a good thing? Is it, is it like one of those things like it's an award, like you're in a Cub Scouts and you get a new badge? Is it like, oh, I'm a, I'm an altar boy. Woo! I mean, I don't know how that happens. I don't know if that's a thing that your parents put on you. But anyways, I can safely say I'm unfamiliar with that territory. Well, you know, you and your asshole, thank you. Yeah, exactly. Mm. <laughs> All right, we've harped right. on this uh, bishop enough here, I think. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so speaking of uh, assholes under fire, let's uh, go on to our next story, which is... Uh, Fight over fries at George McDonald's ends in gunfire and arrest. So, apparently what happened was in Garden City, Georgia, a woman um, was served cold McDonald's french fries and was not too happy about it. She, uh, apparently she demanded a refund. She was given it to it, or given the refund, and, uh, Actually, sorry, according to the owner, as the manager went to get new fries, the woman went to the kitchen and fired a shot into the floor. Apparently, she was already given a refund, and she left. Obviously, police were called. They arrived, and uh, the woman had left then. They uh, easily pulled her over and took her into custody afterwards. But If I've said it, it just, once, I'll say it a thousand times. You don't fuck with a man's fries, man. Especially McDonald's fries. God, you know, you could be forgiven 
for, you know, being at a place like Hardee's or, you know, the underbelly of society like Jack in the Box, getting some fries that are cold. You oh, obviously, bite your tongue. Yeah, you expect it. Oh, Jack in the Box wait. is God's gift. Dude, the last time I had Jack in the Box, I was just... I don't even know how. I don't have. I don't have descriptive words. I don't think there's words in the English dictionary to describe the kind of things that came out of my body afterwards. <laughs> it was just not a pleasant experience. I'm so sorry to the people who are listening to this, but I mean, it just has to be said. If you're going to do Jack in the Box, just make sure you are in a place the next day because you're only going there because you're hammered. <laughs> That's the only. Re- you're not going there on a date. You're not going there maybe on a dare, but me- so. The last wow. time I went to Jack in the Box, it was actually under my own accord. Um, I was actually in your neck of the woods, in a seedier part of the uh, your neck of the woods, right off the highway. Oh, so you were in Antioch. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And uh, so I was starving. It was late. It was like 11, 1130. And, uh, oh, my God. I think like, I know exactly... No joke. I think I know where you're talking about. Like I've Yeah, it, it's not hard to find. And... Uh, so I stopped there and because I just needed some food. And so I pull up, and there's a gas station directly behind the Jack in the Box. And there's like three cops there with their lights flashing. Two, by the time I get out of there, like three or four more cops come and leave. Like I'm sitting in there in my rental car with my doors locked, my windows up, just like head on a swivel, just waiting for some shit to go down. Not that I'm going to know what to do. I'm just going to sit there and either, like, you know, curl up into a f- the fetal position and die or <laughs> drive into the car in front of you. Like, those are my two options at that point. But, God damn it, I wanted a jumbo jack, and I, I got it. And then, of course, I had to eat it during construction because of goddamn landslide and completely got tomato all over my lap. Oh, man. Hate it when that so, happens. Hate it when that happens. Yeah, so that will happen. Anyways, let's go. Let's go back to the original story. So this lady, uh, Lillian Tarver, was so pissed off that she got cold fries at McDonald's, which is an understandable thing. Like nobody wants cold fries at McDonald's. That's what and I'm saying. Know, so where where I was going with that was saying like you know you can be forgiven. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, to harp in the face of Jack in the Box, but like you can be forgiven going to a place and be like, eh, these fries are cold. You know, you kind of expect it, but McDonald's, dude, they are the king of fries. They are the Mac Daddy. Of fries, they define what it is to be fries. The fry gods were like, "Who should we bestow our gifts upon?" And McDonald's looked up and said, "Us." And then, you know, I just I could understand someone getting angry about cold fries, but so you know, easy way. Now this all obviously boils down to whether or not they'll actually listen to it, but the easiest way to make sure that you do not get cold fries at McDonald's or any place is order them without salt. Because what they'll do is they'll take the ones that are already cooked, or they're sitting there in that hamper, and they'll dump them back into the fryer for like 15 seconds to get the salt off of them, and then they'll serve them to you. And then you can apply your own salt afterwards, and all is good. But if they don't listen, it's just like kind of ordering a McDouble without onions it yeah. doesn't matter you can order mcdouble without onions until you're blue in the face you're gonna get a mcdouble with onions that is true that's kind of mcdonald's signature kind of thing yeah it's like we don't make it until you arrive 15 minutes earlier but i'll be honest that was very very discreet that was that was quite, did you did you did 
Did Ripley, at one point in his his life, work at a fast food establishment, I wonder? I, I sure did. I worked three years at one. Oh my gosh, this is new. So for those listening, we've known each other for a little bit. We've had quite, conversa- quite, quite a few conversations between one another. I was not aware of this fact. That's kind of cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Do you... Was, that, was it, that's true. Was it like I didn't, a local we, place? We didn't was serve fries, though. We served tater tots. Mm. So what if so if Lillian Tarver, who uh, <laughs> caused this scene, walked into your place and had cold tater tots and just started making a ruckus and sh- shooting at the ground and just you know all kinds of craziness, what would have how would have the scene unfolded at at that place where you were? I would have ran into the walk-in freezer because that's probably the densest area that's confined. <laughs> that would be the place most likely to withstand a gunshot. There you go. And yeah, I'd yeah, let that this, crazy if bitch happens, just unfold. If this happens in your neck of the woods, people, find the nearest freezer. There's probably one back there. Hop over the little island if you have to with a cash register there. Fucking knock them off if you need to. Just get to the goddamn freezer. That's the moral of that. <laughs> that's uh, that's I, right. Everybody's got cell phones now, so you don't have to worry about freezing to death. Like just just wait until that crazy bitch leaves. Exactly. I'm re- I'm I'm re- I'm kind of skimming this a little bit more and just trying to find the motive here. I'm I'm just did she have a bad day at work? I'm assuming <laughs> everything I say just sounds so oh man, Com- combative, I guess. Um I was going to say, man, did you have a ba- bad day at, you know, the hair salon? I know that sounds horrible. Probably should have said that. But just assuming, you know, she, she was, whatever she was doing beforehand, there's nothing wrong with hair salon, hair people. I'm just, they just tend to have a little bit of a short fuse. I don't know why. Maybe I've just had some bad experiences at the uh, the barber or the, but um, I don't know. Yeah, apparently they had a full-on fight before beforehand. Like, she threw a drink at the uh, lady and then the manager and proceeded to come behind the counter so yeah i mean this lady was just i mean she's bad shit she's she's nuts so that that leads into the the real question here jb is what is the silliest thing that you would lose your temper over hmm in a restaurant setting or just in general in general trying to think here there's quite a few things i'd lose my shit over um trying to think of like daily living and routines and if something fucks with my routine i'm trying to think of a routine that i do not want to be messed with would have to be oh man trying to think god you know i'm I'm drawing blanks i'm drawing some blanks right now because i I guess the the craziness and the depth of insanity that this story is it's hard for me to fathom anything that's even remotely close to this um maybe i i was gonna say mismatching socks but i I mean i fucking i mismatch everything all the time um probably when i'm at work and i get a call that i've that I know I need to take, but I had been meaning to call this person and make the call and initiate it later on, but it happens earlier than it's supposed to. Sounds menial, sounds small, but it, it just, it sets off every single alarm just in my body. And it's like, this isn't when I had scheduled for this to happen and now it's happening earlier. I'm prepared for it, but I don't want to do it. That sounds dumb. 
don't know if I'd shoot shots at the ground or at my coworkers or anything like that. That's a little uh, insane. That's uh, I don't think I'd get this aggressive over it. So I don't know. I guess I don't know. Fair enough. Should. Yeah. I mean, one would be surprised if you did pull a gun on somebody for anything, really. I mean, exactly. Like, at what point does that become? your reaction, where you're like, man, okay, uh, pull a gun. Like, just talking to someone, oh, man, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really like what you said. You, bam! Dead. You're dead now. Not right. alive. Like, when does that become an answer? That's just crazy that this could even be a headline. Like, you think this, do you think stuff like this happened back when McDonald's first opened in, like, the, the 50s or 40s or whatever the fuck? I don't, I don't remember. I know they just came out with a movie with, um, Oh, who played Batman? The original Batman. Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. Yeah, yeah, Michael Keaton. He just played... What was it called? He played... I forget. He, yeah, the he, guy that uh, basically... Started it. Screwed started over it. the McDonald's brothers. Yeah, he like pretty much... We, he screwed him over, but he's the one who like made McDonald's what it is today. Like, Could you imagine right. something like that happening back when the McDonald's brothers were just getting up and starting? Like, someone could, coming in being that passionate about their fries, like... I, it just kind of shows that the days and the ages and how they change over time. It's it's crazy, crazy. People know. are that. That is for damn sure. Mm-hmm. All right, so th- that is a great transition to into our last story, which is uh, uh, speaking of crazy, vlogger dies live streaming himself eating poisonous centipedes and lizards. I don't even know how you read that. So straight faced without. Just fucking like, what? Like, yeah, it, it. This is great. Um, so this guy, this guy's a Chinese or was, I guess, Chinese vlogger. Is uh, named only by his surname Sun. Apparently, he wasn't as bright as the, the Sun. Oh, Oh snap! That happened. <laughs> was reportedly found lifeless in his flat after this bizarre stunt. Um. So he was swallowing poisonous centipedes and geckos alive. <laughs> like I'm, I'm assuming he got to the point in his vlogging career where he was like, "Man, you know, I had that one video; it got 24 likes, and then I had that other video that got, I'm assuming, like around 20 likes." Man, what can I do to keep this 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 positive momentum? These pictures of dogs and cats just aren't cutting it. Maybe I should move on to centipedes and lizards. God, no one fucking likes centipedes and lizards. What if I eat them? Maybe eating them will generate a different response from the viewers. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm puzzling how he put this together in his mind. How he like decided this would be not only a thing you should put into action, but like, well, no, just how the fuck he decided to put that into action. I guess that's, I don't right. understand. And- and this is all for 15,000 followers on 15, this. 15,000, okay. I was, uh, I'll give you on the streaming platform. I don't know if that's a lot. I mean, is that, is that a lot? Was that on YouTube, it says? Is that, is that YouTube? It's it's a Chinese platform uh, called Do You, Do You. Uh, fuck, I don't know. Oh, my um, God. It was one of those censored government 15,000 people in China is like your apartment building 
Yeah, yeah. And, and for those who don't know, I live in uh, my very small apartment complex in well, the greater well, city. Well, whatever. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, if it doesn't mean shit, especially in China. They've got like a billion and a half people. I was going to say, yeah, they have like, what, twice of what we have? Three times? I don't know what the statistics are, but I know they have like <laughs> way yeah, too so, many people per and, square footage. <laughs> so he was just this, this guy that was going around like, basically begging for followers because he he had this roulette wheel that he would just spin around and oh i see that like now. whatever hit is what he would eat so there's things like millworms and vinegar and eggs and beer and this clear distilled liquor called baiju or something i don't know centipedes geckos i don't want to speak and, too ill of the deceased so i will say while that is a creative idea i'll say that is a good way to generate followership especially on social media but you think you do a little background research on the fucking stuff you're putting on that wheel, man. I'm like, like, seriously, like, poisonous? Po- poisonous. That's- right. Like, n- not, a, not a smart thing. Um. Oh, man. I, I, I'm, the, the pictures here, I, I wish people could see the, the images that, you know, we're, we're looking at the... It's a gecko. It's kind of a cute little gecko. I couldn't imagine putting that thing. Ugh, putting yeah, that thing in and apparently mouth. they're uh, very poisonous because the last uh, sentence in this story says, "Meanwhile, as we previously reported, a quote unquote happy-go-lucky father died in quote absolute agony after eating a gecko as a dare." So, if you're ever asked to eat a gecko, tell that person to fuck off. Exactly. I mean, and also think back to your early 90s childhood memories of when, you know, Geico first became a thing. I mean, would you really want to eat that cute, adorable little green guy and just put him in your belly? I mean, he's never wanted to eat you. I mean, why would you? Wow, okay. Now I've scrolled down and I've seen the mealworms, and now I'm really concerned with this guy's like, mental, the, mental state. The mealworms are the least of my concern out of all this. Ugh, oh, my God. Like, I, I think I'd rather eat the Geico gecko than eat these things. That is. Did fuck. you see oh. the centipede? No, uh, no. Scroll down farther. Oh my god! Yeah, that that that's going to be my issue right there. Oh my lord! This, it brings me back to my one of my worst childhood fears. Looking at this picture, do you remember the first time you ever saw Willy Wonka? I remember the first time I saw Willy Wonka and. Not the shitty remake with Johnny Depp. The the good one. The Willy Wonka that deserves praise and deserves to be mentioned. Uh, man, that scene where they're in the boat and they go into the little cave thing and there's he's in the front and he's singing that little catchy little phrase thing and that gets a little darker and back I guess back in the day when this movie was first, you know, coming to fruition, it was a very controversial scene. Do you know what I'm talking about? You picking it up now? Can you remember? Yeah, yeah. Where they're going through and it's showing all the creepy shit on the sides. It shows, it shows like a cricket like going up, crawling up somebody's face, and then it shows like bugs and stuff and all these people freaking out. It's like this like weird, bizarre. It, just, it was very, very like not what all the rest of the movie was entailing. It was just a very. It, it seemed very out of place. But there's a scene where it shows a one of these fucking millipede centipede things crawling up somebody's face and like going in their nose or their ear or something and I that that was one of the most I remember when that scene would come on as I was little 
watching it, and I'd fu- I'd just fucking be like, Mom! Mom! And just re- get the hell... I, I couldn't get out of there quick enough. So seeing and imagining someone eating one of these things, even on a dare, just gives me the willies or the willies wonka. <laughs> wow, way to, way to push that one. I did, I did. I'm sorry about that, but... My God, that is, ugh, God, that's crazy stuff, man. I guess, yeah. guess people, you know, I don't know, it's a millennial thing, but we'll do anything for a follow, you know. It's like, hey, it's gonna make, uh, it's, it's gonna make people like me more. I'm gonna, I love my fake life. I love my fake life. Instagram. I don't know why I'm talking like that because I have an Instagram and I'm, I Instagram all the time. So, <laughs> kind of calling the kettle black there, but I definitely wouldn't be eating fucking poisonous shit to get some likes i mean and and it's not like this is his first show and he's like oh i've got to hit hard i'm gonna eat fucking geckos and poisonous centipedes he's like it's it's like anything it's a downward slope like you know you'll do a little bit here then you'll do it a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more and all of a sudden like you know you're getting bent over by fucking john the horse and so it's almost kind of like a gateway drug. You do a little bit, you drink a little bit, you smoke a little bit of, smoke a little bit of weed, and you're like a little bit of pop, pop a little bit of Molly, and you're like, you know, this this you know this cocaine is white, looks white, and you know the other stuff was white, and you start rationalizing in your mind, well this was white, so this is white, so it's probably not bad for me, even though that's the most bullshit you know. Your consolation you could ever make in your mind. Oh, well, you know, meth, meth, meth is, it's, it's, I've heard bad stories. You know, I've seen Breaking Bad. It's, it's horrible, but, you know, I mean, you know, take 200 pounds of this and run to the nearest police car, you know? It's like, how does that become a thing? Like, that, I'm just trying to, oh, I don't know. Uh, that's, I don't know. Sorry, I went on a tangent there. <laughs> but, like, it's... I guess there was the millworm his his breaking point was that like or with the centipede I mean was the centipede like his uh well the death is still under investigation but according to well just going off of that link about the uh, guy dying from the gecko my money's on the gecko I'm assuming that was an in, was that an insurance joke because that was a really 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 well hidden gym no no that that was an insurance joke. That was the fact that the gecko is probably poisonous. Oh, that was a legitimate thing. I see. I see. Yeah, yeah. It, it happens. True that. True that. Oh my. All gosh. right. Well, I guess that is that the last one we've got. I think that's the last one that we have. That is. So I think that it's only fair that we should just wrap up with a few "Would you rather" questions. Let's do it. That sounds like a plan. All right. Um, so let's, uh, I'm trying to find a good one here, and some of these are just fucking awful questions. Um, Jesus Christ, are you serious? For those listening, like, eventually we'll have a cool sound effect that's like, would you rather? It'll be way cooler <laughs> than that. It won't sound anything like what the bullshit I just said but it'll sound like something you would want to hear and not, you know, tuck your head under your pillow and wish that I'd stop talking. So. All right. Um, well, all right, so the, all these questions are shit, and then the gross ones are just like... Way gross. Fuck. Um, 
I mean, I don't know if it can get any grosser than eating a poisonous centipede and lizard and then dying, but maybe it could. Or a, uh, Well, like one of them, would you rather eat a used tampon or a liter of diarrhea? So, yeah, it, it gets worse. Um, mm. Man. All right, here's... Um, okay, we'll go with this one. Um, well, hold on. Let me think about it. I'm still, what harping, the? I'm still harping on the one you just asked. Man, I guess it all depends on I don't even on, know on how, how this much... one's a question. Um, would you rather lick a hobo's foot or lick a girl's boob? Like, well, that's, that's the obvious answer. Bring on the boobies. Yeah, that, I don't... I mean, what? is it what? just a boob? Is the boob coated in something gross? Is there something defective about the boob? Because if it's a boob, a boob is a boob is a boob is a boob. And I learned that in school. And I <laughs> yeah, mean, no. College. The, like, there, there's nothing wrong with the girl in question, apparently, so. Uh, um, bring on the right, boobs. So Keep going. I'm, I'm going with this question. Okay. And just because I know your mom. Um, would you rather Here we go. watch your parents doing it a thousand times? All right, I'm already throwing up the beer I just drank. Okay. Or join in once. Wow. Wow. What's the first one? Would you rather watch your parents doing it a thousand times? There's no, this is, in, in these questions, this is a, our first segment. There's no, uh, like, what's the C? No C? No answer for C. No C choice? Uh, no, just figure uh, DVD okay. in the DVD player. Okay. Um, do I have to have both eyes open as I watch? You have to have at least one eye open. You have to see something. Okay. This is uh, one of those things where it really... Ah, I'm not going to make that joke. Should I make that joke? <laughs> it would really help if I was Asian. Because I would choose the first one. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all the people that are Asian listening. I, I really am. I didn't. I didn't mean it. Um, but I would absolutely try to obscure as much as my sight as possible. But I'd I'd choose the first one because, um, wow, that's the second one is woo, just my my true. That's just some, you know, some backwoods. Piney Alabama stuff that I don't even know how to get into right now. So, yeah, that's my answer. I guess I'd uh, watch with one eye open, slightly accidentally go, oh man, I really got to pee right now. Oh, bummer. I got to go to the bathroom. Just find a way to go to the bathroom for a really long time. Like a really long time. Right. Yeah, and you know, normally in this one, I would try to play devil's advocate, but I, I, I just can't. I, I'm not going to get involved with the parents. Like you said, one eye open, see the least amount that you can, and go through a lot of therapy. Exactly. You better have your therapist on speed dial after that. O M G. All right. Here, here's another good one for you. Uh, and this one you'll actually appreciate, I think. Which movie would you rather happen to you or would you rather be part of? Final Destination or Saw? I definitely appreciate it because I love horror movies. Oh, my God. And 
those are two fantastic franchises. One went off the rails after the uh, second one was okay, could be forgiven for a lot of its faults, but the rest of them are garbage and should definitely be redacted in the eyes of all moviegoers. Yes, I'm talking about Final Destination. Saw had amazing twists and plots and things, but if we're talking about which one you'd rather be a part of, my God, you could almost make dodging death an adventure, but if I'm going to be chained down with some weird-ass dude on a bicycle and a videotape asking to play a game on, you know, which ball I want to put up my nose and choke on first, I'm definitely going to go with dodging death. So I'm going to have to say Final Destination on that one. Yeah, that, that seems like a, a decent answer, but ultimately you're just deferring or deferring, you know, the ultimate thing that's going to happen. Like, you're just delaying the inevitable. You are, and I know you're going to die. You're, you're going to die in both those scenarios, obviously, because no one ever survives in any circumstance in Saw unless it's the you know director sees it necessary for the plot. And then in Final <laughs> Destination, the difference is the characters have an idea that they're going to die, but they think they can beat it. They think they can like somehow, oh, death hasn't been around since like the beginning of time. I can scurry my ass around it and find a solution in their vastly mistaken in every single circumstance that, you know, presents itself, but I'd still rather have that false sense of hope than than have to be sitting down there having to, like, saw off a leg to try and, like, make it to the next portion of my test, which is probably going to have me, like, chopping off an ear or something. You know what I mean? I, I, I do understand, but at least with, in the saw circumstance, you know, it's more or less learning a lesson. In your control. Oh, that's true. You like, know, you gotta, it, if you don't, if you fill up this liter of blood, then you're, you know, then you can go on. Right, like, Ugh. you're in more control of it than basically, you know, waiting for death to come to you. So, that's why Saw is the right answer, and you're wrong, so. Uh, Thanks a lot for that. Thanks. Just in case you're very out welcome. there listening, Ripley is usually yeah. correct, and I'm usually trying to out-correct him, and it usually fails miserably, so, you know. To each their own. To each their own, Ripley. You know what? I, I'm in a Final Destination film. You're in a Saw film. At the end of the day, we're both going to fucking die. So. There's always a, there's always a silver lining. We're both going to be dead. <laughs> that is true. That is true. All right. Here's a, here's a good one. Um, would you rather cut off your penis and have unlimited money or... Be homeless and get laid all the time. Okay. So many questions. I have counter questions that happen. I think that's just going to be a reoccurring thing that happens with me. So, if my do cut off my penis, is there a piece of it left that I could still use it? Is it still, do I still get pleasure out of out of the organ? Nope, you're flat down there. Wow, and lots of money. Dude, I'll be honest. Oh, well, no. Uh, if I was homeless... Would these women also be homeless, or would they be homely looking? That was offensive. You get laid all the time. That's all it says. You get laid all the time. Well, there's all kinds of gray. Uh, well, there's no gray there. There's no gray areas. <laughs> Jesus. Um, well, if I'm getting laid all the time and I'm homeless, ugh, that means I'm either in a like some kind of weird cult convent of some kind that's like underneath a freeway somewhere in like Alabama or 
some other obscure city in California. I'd probably say California. That's where all the weird shit happens. Um, or Florida. Probably That sounds like a Florida headline, actually. Uh, hmm. I like the, uh, I, I like the idea of being rich. Not so much, not that I'm trying to procreate and create, you know, some smaller version of me. Not necessarily trying to do that, but I really think money and at the center of all things, getting real deep right now, I'm about to get real deep on you. feel like sex is a driving factor for a lot of people and money, it, you know, sex is a motive behind money. You know what I mean? It's like, at the end of the day, what are the things that, that men, as a man, what, what, what do we want the most? We want power, money, success, sex. I mean, you know, just at our core, as a man, like our core. Hmm. You take one of those away and things get weird. I'd have to say, I don't know if I could live without it. I don't know. I, I, like, I like my little man down there. We, we've had a really good mutual bond for a long time. So, going to have to go with the homeless one. You know, I take take one for the team if she's uh, got more scruff than me. That's my answer, though. Homeless guy. Can't lose my wiener. It's a lot of information. Yeah. I, sorry, you had to unpack a lot there. Yeah, no, there's, there's definitely a lot of unfolding of laundry to go through after that one. Um, but what you need to know is, is that, you know, there doesn't, always have to be pleasure arrived from just you know having your genitals touched there's a lot of fun things that you can do with women especially when you have a lot of money and can afford these women that uh you know you can really do and really get some enjoyment and pleasure out of and you don't have to sleep on the streets doing it and so for those reasons you're wrong again okay but have you seen Theon from Game of Thrones. It looked like he was having fun when he had to watch, like, girl-on-girl action. It seems like he did not. Do you, do you watch Game of Thrones? I'm assuming you have seen or know of what I'm referencing. I have no clue. Oh, my gosh, you're one of those people. Count, yourself lucky. Those people. Count yourself lucky. The eighth season was trash. So, <laughs> uh, Anyways, this guy gets his, uh, you know, his his Yankee Doodle, Yankee Doodled off, and um, he has to. He lives. He survives, and he you know he he gets the worst. He gets the worst treatment in the entire show. I feel really bad. He's one of those characters that you hate because he does some shit that's real shady. But then you're like, man, but his, but he you know he tries so hard in the end to come back, and it's this big redeeming story. But God, there's some scenes where he's like, you know. I don't know, peenless is his peen. His peen is removed, and he's he's watching. There's like for torture purposes. There's girls doing stuff, and he has to watch. And I mean, I know ghost ghost symptoms are a thing when you like lose an arm or something, and you feel like it's still there. That would just be a new layer of hell for I, I could only imagine for someone who loses that particular organ. Ah couldn't imagine that so you're probably right there's a lot more to life to enjoy but again going with the homeless thing i know i'm wrong so enjoy your uh, refrigerator box i will always do <laughs> always do all, all right. right last question and then we'll go ahead and wrap this up we'll end it on a somewhat 
higher note or a more fun note. Okay. Would you rather watch clown porn or watch a 20-minute-long compilation video of farm animals pooping? <laughs> well, I'll be honest. There's something to be said about foreign animals pooping because, I mean, when a zebra shits... Is it is the shit is the shit striped? Do we know? I've never seen a zebra shit. Have you seen a zebra shit? I mean, hey, you don't you don't know, you don't know. Um, clown porn, you know that's uh, hmm, that's a that's a toughie there. Which one would I rather? Which one would I rather? Clown porn or pooping? And then for those for those of you out there listening to this and wondering, dude, it's obviously this answer. You're obviously not deep enough to be listening to this podcast because you got to really think about and unpack things here. Okay, we're, we're we're serious thinkers. We like to dig deep. Mm, clown, clown porn is just—it's almost too funny to enjoy, you know. It's almost too funny for me. I don't know. I'd have to—I have to say the other. Saying <laughs> the other is what I'm going with. <laughs> You're going with farm animals pooping. I am because. Like I said, uh, you know, I don't even have rationale for that. Uh, it's probably probably eight beers in, and I just think anything pooping sounds funny at this point. And um, the clown thing, while that is funny, funny and sex, they shouldn't go together. I don't know. I don't know. But then again, probably every girl who, you know, that I've ever had the fortune of, that's ever had the fortune of being with me has probably laughed a few times in their life, so... I guess it's a catch-22 there, you know. They're probably laughing about their past experiences, so. Anywho, that's my answer. Pooping. Foreign animals. Pooping foreign Did you say foreign or farm? I thought you were saying foreign. Farm animals? No, I was saying farm animals. That's why I said foreign animals, because that's why I said zebra, because it's a foreign animal. Yeah, that kind of threw me for a loop. I wasn't sure what you were going for there. Well, it's not like it's a big game changer. I'm not going to be like, oh, shit, well, then bring on the clowns. <laughs> Zebras are out? Fuck that. I'm yeah, done. God, no way. But bring it back to the clowns, man. Let me let me see you grab that grab that nose, man. Squeak, squeak. Honk that thing. <laughs> but, all right, I guess that wraps up our time today. Hopefully you enjoyed or at least... Um, sat through our entire spiel and we hope to hear you back here on Close Encounter of the Slurred Kind with your hosts Joba Fett and Ripley Scott yeah I didn't just say that so I'd screw your name up I, I knew your name Okay, uh, I figured that one um, if you do have any questions for us or any articles you'd like us to read any would you rathers make sure and send us a note and by send us a note, I mean leave us a comment on our page, and we'll make sure to include them in our next podcast. Absolutely. And as always, stay weird. <laughs>